Hello, and welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Number 183. With Steve and Rowland, both of us. And a fact. And a fact. Go on, let's hear the fact. An an assassination attempt on the Roman Emperor Commodus was made in 1883 AD. Excellent. Historical facts. Historical facts. Assassinations. Assassinations. Good. Uh, the, the news of my demise and my death have been greatly exaggerated. Um, you weren't assassinated. I was not assassinated. Okay. Uh, I wish, I feel like I have been. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's we, been many, many busy times. Yeah, we've just got back from Kenya. We have. Where, but you're where about the, the giraffes are and the zebras. And the lions and the tigers. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, the Tuscalaga. Not- Disgusting! Not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, it's like, it, it's like every other generic lager in the world. It's not the worst lager I've had. No. There is some bad lager out there. And um, the Guinness Foreign Extra... Export is... Uh, foreign Export is actually... It's good. Pretty good, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. definitely a win there. It's definitely the best Guinness I've ever had. Yeah. Like, it is it's just crazy and it shows how... Brewing has changed over the years. That yeah. you know, that's what Guinness used to be. Now yeah. it's it's four point four percent milky, creamy stuff. Yeah, um, and Absolutely. how um, actually there was good beer brew in the old yeah. days. Um, Complexity was was good stuff. Anyway, yeah. before we jump into this week's beer, last week we were talking about Wiper and True, and uh, no, Gary- we weren't. No, I'll sit back for this, you carry on. Gary and I um, pondered about the question of why they just took a a space shuttle on the front of the bottle, uh, which left us very confused. Thankfully, uh, Steve at the Beer O'Clock show pointed me in the direction of one of their live shows with Wiper and True, which explained it. Um, Michael from Wiper and True did explain exactly why they have a a space shuttle on the front of the bottle. I still don't think I understand. Okay. I think it's because space shuttles are cool. Oh. It's about inspiration, apparently. Perspiration? I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Anyway. Excellent. So, yeah. this week's beer comes from Hook Norton. Um, they're, lo- they're fairly local to here, aren't they? Cotswolds. Cotswolds, they're not local to here. Not particularly. Uh, I see some of their beer quite a lot here, but that's because the Greyhound that I frequent oh. at different times have Hook Norton quite right, and that's why yeah. I assume they were local. Well, I guess as, as your regionals go, they're not that... Not that far away. No, I no, I guess not. Um, my memory of the beers I've had of them before are very safe, kind of boring camera style. They're they are a well established regional. Yeah. Uh, for we've had their beer bod for we had the double stout I believe it was from from them way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, they've started in the nineteenth century. Um, this is their Christmas beer. Um, Bar. Freaking humbug. It's not Christmas yet. Christmas for me starts Christmas Eve and finishes Boxing Day. I must admit, I've got a little bit... So this is a 5.5% dark beer that is described as a strong dark beer. And I, I looked up the the guidelines on this and a strong dark... A strong ale, which I think is what this is going to be, apparently fits between... Like, weaker than a barley wine, stronger than a normal best bitter type thing. Mm-hmm. And therefore, 55 to 8% is kind of fine. And it can be any, any colour, any degree of hoppiness, anything else within that range fits strong ale. Um, but 
don't know, for me, 5.5 does not feel like something I go, oh, that's a strong ale. But for somebody like um, Hook Norton, I guess it probably is. It's them pushing the boat out a little bit, so... Pretty dark. Pretty dark. Yeah. And uh, Gordon has advised that we, we eat a mince pie with this one. Oh, jeez. So I'll, I'll carve up our mince pie. Oh. Oh, Get you in the Christmas spirit. Oh, this is a, this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's not. This Christmas. is worth doing. Is just it? Just for this. No, just for your reaction. Oh man. Okay. So you're a eat the mince pie, then drink. I'm a drink and then eat the mince mm. pie. And you have more optimism for the quality of this beer than I do. I um, like mince pies. Yeah. I'm a big mince pie fan. Are you? I am. Huge mince pie fan. Do love. I love mince pies, but I like them with gravy in them as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's really horrible. What, mince pies with gravy in them? Mm. It's not these mince pies, mm. it's like a minced mince yeah. pie. And they're much better than these Gravy ones. and fruit, which is not nice. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you very much, Roland. 5.5% is not a strong ale in my book. In fact, that's a session hour for me nowadays, um, which says more about my alcoholism than anything else. Uh, but yeah, I, I expect my beers to be around about that, you know, cause, just because like, the kind of beers... If, if this was five, we wouldn't feel that's a strong beer, and it's half a percent extra. Mm. Do you really get it in terms of like the extra body, extra kind of thickness that you want from a, a strong ale? I think about, you know, Stella Wife Beater, that's five percent, mm. you know, so... Even in the commercial market, I don't think 5.5% is a strong yeah. ale, but let, let, let's not split the hairs over that. It is what it is. Um, I'm always a bit disappointed when Christmas ales, you know, Christmas beers, are dark, heavy, kind of like... It, it's just falling into that stereotype of, oh, it's cold outside, you should drink something mm. dark. And I love... Like in Kenya, we're drinking Guinness in glorious weather, in the yeah. sunshine, and enjoying it much more than I would if it was cold and miserable, you know? Yeah. So that whole thing kind of peeves, peeves me a little bit. But I think it, as, a, as an occasional thing, mm. it's kind of all right. Like the, the, I can have, see the having the dark beers. I know Matt likes his dark beers this time of year, and I kind of see that. But it's just the, the, the fact you say that every single brewery, particularly a traditional brewery, seems to feel the need to go... Oh, it's winter. Let's put out something dark mm. and strong. Not very hoppy. Lots of... And I'd be interested to see if sales dramatically drop and sales dramatically increase of dark and light beers depending on the time of year. And my gut feeling is that if you like states, you have states when you want them, or, or darker mm. ales, or, sorry, states is the wrong word, but, you know, a darker beer if you like them. And if you don't, you don't. You know, it's like... I, I bet there's very little regional... Uh, seasonal adjustments to the imagine drunk, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is uh, pretty much what I expected. Yeah, like it's inoffensive. Inoffensive. It's it's okay. It's not. In fact, it's probably a little bit better than I expected. But then yeah. you know, that, it's not bad beer. It's, I, I it's was... all right. It's uh, it's exactly the same as the stuff I've had in the Greyhound in Stafford when yeah. when they've been on there. That I have it and I go, it's all right. You know. And I was a little concerned because this style, some breweries they do make it a bit boozy. Yeah. And you can't taste the alcohol a little bit. And you don't really taste the alcohol here. You've got that kind of. It's there. There's a dried fruit. There's a little bit of the alcohol. Yeah. There's. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm not. 
I'm not upset by this at all. It's yeah. it's all right. Um, I think I'm ready to go. Yeah. Where's the bottle top? That's a good question. I'll put it there. Okay. So save that. So um, I'll fish my mince pie. It's it's not a bad beer. I think it's well brewed. I think it's it, it would please the majorities. You know the the mm-hmm. masses. Um, it's it's the kind of beer that somebody used to buy me for Christmas, like just because oh you're you're into beer and they sell it in the supermarket. I expect they sell it with a glass in a box in Sainsbury's I'm as well. Sure they will. Yeah, and charge you twice the price for it. It's it's all right. It's it's got it's it's quite. Um, I can see why the mince pie thing is there. I see lots of those, you know, the yeah. mince meaty kind of, um, you know, very Christmassy kind of style to it. Uh, the mince pie has raised it half a point for me. Yeah, so well um, done, Gordon. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go six and a half. Yeah, I'm. I'm not far off. I think it is solid and perfectly fine. I think it's a little thinner than I would really like for this kind of style. Like, if, I think if you're gonna do this, I'd rather see you do it on large a bit more. Mm. A little bit thicker, a little bit heavier. Um, How about you? A little bit thicker and a little bit heavier. <laughs> every year. <laughs> every year a little bit thicker, a little bit heavier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It's perfectly serviceable and um, six. You're not giving a half for the mince pie? Um, no, I'm going to be harsh. I like beer food pairings. Do you? Yeah. I'm not big on the beer food pairing, I've got to admit. No, it just gives me a chance to eat food. <laughs> I do like the mince pie, but I don't, I don't think... I'm not I'm a massive mince pie fan, but that, that worked quite well with that. That was actually not a bad pairing, so I don't want to give Evil One too much mm. credit, but it was, uh, it was not bad. Right, mm. I think we should drink up and shut we up. We should drink up and shut up. And, uh, yeah, we'll wait for you to open your phone, because you've let the phone close. Oh. And we should drink up, and we are... Mm. Done. Done.